0: This week's portion, as most of us know, has to deals with the flood, destruction, and um, one of the themes that is true throughout the the, the story is a concept. For instance, it says, al Literally, that means everybody has destroyed their path, destroyed their ways. And you get the sense in in, in reading this, and of course we know that, as the Kabbalists teach, we're not reading a historical document about something that occurred. There's there's this message within this reading, within the Shabbat, within this teaching, that is applied to us. And if you needed to point to one idea, again, that that occurs and is mentioned throughout, it's this idea of of everybody destroying their path, destroying their, 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 their way. We know, for instance, it says that the destruction that occurred then, it says, dinam Even though people were doing all kinds of really bad things, the, the, the final straw or the, the, the element that made it so that the destruction was going to happen was the fact that they, would, they were thieves. They were all thieves. And again, if you think about a hierarchy of negative actions, there's things that are worse. Murder, for instance, you would assume. So why what is this the secret really when the Kabbalists tell us that the final point and really the, the point that brought about the destruction with this idea that they were thieves? And again, how does that relate to the concept of kol Kolbasar et arko al-ha'aris, which means that all people, all the people at that time, were destroying literally their path on the earth. So in order to understand that and really it's it's a concept as we understand it, it's not about them it's about us and one of the hopefully awakenings that we receive on the shabbat is to realize that as it relates to our potential in the world what we're meant to do in the world we're stealing from the world we're stealing from the world which means an individual has the potential for instance to help five people and it only helps three people He or she, that person, has stolen from the world the help of two people. When you realize that, and learn some of the details of this, that humanity as we exist today, every single one of us and humanity as a whole, each one of us has a job in this world. We all know that to some extent. But that it's actually a perfect system where that if everybody who can do would do, meaning if every person who can assist would assist, everybody would be, elevated, everybody would be protected. So the stealing wasn't occurring then, it's occurring now. If we see the world as we see it now, where there is lack, where there is pain, where there is suffering, where there is death, that is basically theft that is occurring today and which, unfortunately, we're also participating in that is happening by the lack of each one of us individually and then the world collectively of manifesting our potential. We go back to Noah to Noah. Da'ari, in the portion of Ketisa, in Likutei Torah, speaks about, again, Now we understand this is really the way it's important to think about it, because I I, I know that if we think about it in this way, it will motivate us to do different. So, in speaking about Noah, and now we're thinking about the theft, what was Noah's theft? Because if the the Zardin if the judgment came because of theft everybody was involved of course all the other people who were not living even close to their potential but also Noah was stealing from the world and that theft as Dari makes clear is something that has to be repaid <clears throat> it might take ten lifetimes a hundred lifetimes two lifetimes but we each of us that as and, and this is the understanding again that we as we sit here now we're all thieves we're stealing from the world Stealing from the world, which means the, the limit of our potential, or the greatness of our potential, whatever that is, minus what we're doing now, that net is what we're stealing from the world. And that's really the way we want to begin to think. Because really, what I, I was thinking about this today, one of the things that this Shabbat really is the, is the, is the pain of Noach, is the, is the loss, is the damage that he did by not living to who he was supposed to be. So the Ari in the Likutei Torah, in the portion of Kitisa, says the following. Most of us know that there's a famous section in the story in the Torah when the Israelites fall at the golden calf and the Creator says, let me destroy them, this nation, and I will create new people who can bring my message to the world, bring my light to the world, my wisdom to the world. Moses says no, and he says, because if you destroy them, I will not survive if they are destroyed. Either you destroy all of us or you, destroy, you save them. So the says the following, and there's many secrets in this teaching. Da you should know, ki haya Moshe. Noah, this soul, that if you look at what was the net effect of his life, you know, it's not that great, right? I mean, the world was destroyed on his watch, and, you know, all kinds of negative things happened after that. He didn't change the world like Moses. Moses changed the world. Noah Noah was there when the world was destroyed. But the Ari says if you wanted to, you wanted to know what Noah, what that soul was, it was Bechinat Moshe, it was Moses. Which means that at that time, when Noah lived before the destruction of the flood, he had the ability, the potential to bring immortality to the world. To bring what Moses then brought with the revelation at Sinai, and all the work that Moses did, he could have brought it, brought it then. That's it. Noach had that essence of Moses. But, but as we know, and this is something that the Kabbalists speak about a lot, Moses did not pray for his generation. And because, whether he was consciously aware of it or his soul knew that this is the singular point for which he was coming to correct as Moses, lachen amar mecheni, me noach is the which is the word that Moses used, which is, destroy me too. Mecheni means erase me too, if you're going to erase the Israelites, that's the, that's the same letters as the words, the waters of Noah. So again, whether, Noah was, whether Moses was consciously aware of the fact that in that one word, he was go- going back to his great failure as Noah, or whether he was, or his soul, in some things we know so the soul says things that we're not even aware of what they were saying. But when he said Mecheni, when he said those words, those words are Meinoach, uh, those four letters make also up to two words, the waters of Noah, because in this moment, Moses was doing what he didn't do when he was Noah. Moses was, was actually actualizing the potential of his soul. garam, because as we know, Noah was the, Noah was the one who, called, who was there and allowed the destruction. al therefore the flood is considered the flood of Noah. Now, so we begin the understanding, as Darius is telling us that what Moses did, Noah could have done. So it wasn't just that he could have saved his generation. But Noah was able to bring immortality in that time. He didn't. Now, even though, and all this, this, will, this all goes back to, and the, we all suffer from this, a, a limited understanding of who we are. But, <inaudible> the Ari adds something else. It says, Noah wasn't a complete failure. Because even though he did not pray for the generation, did not save them, and certainly did not do what Moses did when he came back as Moses, but... Even without his prayers, his soul was so powerful. The destruction was meant to happen on one time. It, it was delayed for 120 years because of the light of the soul of Noah. His soul was so powerful. He thought, right in his mind, he thought, I can't, even, I can't do anything, right? I'm, I'm lucky enough to survive the flood. Not, so, there, and that's why of course he didn't pray and that's why he had to come back and reincarnate it as Moses and to correct it but the fact that his soul was so powerful that even though the destruction the flood was meant to happen because of the light of his soul it was delayed 120 years had Noah probably had, had he realized that this wasn't just a delay that for whatever reason the God is doing but that the reason why the flood is being delayed 120 years is because of the light and the power of his soul he maybe would have been awakened to remove it. He maybe would have been awakened to do the work to bring immortality in his time, but he didn't. But, again, not coincidentally, the amount of time that the flood was delayed from when it was supposed to happen to when it happened was 120 years. Why 120 years? Because Moses lived 120 years. which means the essence of his soul, in the light that it can reveal in this world, is the essence of time manifested in 120 years. And the greatness of the soul of Noah, even though he was completely unaware, completely unaware, Delayed the flood by 120 years. So as we begin to think about this Shabbat as the Shabbat of, 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 of coming to terms with how, with how much we are stealing. How much we are stealing from the world, we begin with the understanding of how much it's important to see, you know, how much Noah, how much Noah stole from the world. So he stole from the world immortality. He stole from the world the, the removal of destruction, literally the removal of pain, suffering, and death at the time. Completely unaware of the fact that even while he was doing nothing, the world was benefiting from the great light of his soul. I was thinking about this because, again, it's important to really start thinking about ourselves like that. The reality is that as we sit here now, and some, all of us have some assessment of who we are, of what our soul is doing or can do. For sure, every single one of us, unaware is shining light that is doing something positive in the world maybe it's not you know as Noah was able to because he was the soul of Moses to remove destruction for 120 years but there are people benefiting from my soul because it is so powerful now that I'm not even aware of just like Noah for 120 years was completely unaware that people weren't dying and people weren't going through suffering only because of his soul existing in the world so that's where it begins this understanding that our soul is so powerful that it's actually even as we are doing nothing or not doing what we think we should be doing, it is already having that effect. But as we said, because Noah stole from the world the true potential of his soul, when he came back as Moses, he had to pray for the Israelites to fix what he, what he, what the, the damage that he did when he was when he was Noah, when he was Noah, and he allowed the destruction. And that's why the Ari says he uses the term, no coincidence that the soul of Moses used the term destroy me. Just like the the terms that are used in the destruction of the flood because what he was doing is correcting what he could have corrected then. And therefore most of what Moses and who knows what Moses' life would have been had he done work as Noah, right but he wound up using most of his life begging for the Creator and if you read the Torah it's always happening the Israelites mess up Moses is is praying the the Israelites do something negative Moses tries to protect them because all this was necessary right you know it's very interesting if you think about it as Moses you'd be saying you know why is all this happening one problem after the other after the other but he probably realized, but now we realize as looking at it, that this was, this was the process of his correction. Because he wasn't a protector, because he stole from the world his power of protection. When he was Noah, he had to spend his entire life in this world protecting. Which means also that had he lived up to more of his potential, had he not stolen his potential from the world as Noah, he maybe could have done even greater things in the next incarnation. Which means that he may, maybe would have been able to bring immortality to keep it had he not had to spend so much time protecting the Israelites to correct his mistake originally. To correct again and protect the Israelites to fix what he did not fix when he was as Noach. So, this is where we begin our understanding. As we said, we, this is the Shabbat when we want to come to, to a greater appreciation that we're stealing from the world. And we begin by understanding that the great thief of that time was Noah, because he unknowingly but had the ability, the potential to, to bring removal of pain, suffering, and death from the world. And he was unaware of the fact that even not doing that, his soul was bringing protection for the world for 120 years. That's what we have to start thinking about ourselves. We have to start thinking about that ourselves. And there's a beautiful section in the Degen Machaneh Ephraim. You know, this concept i don't think it's new to most of us that the fact that we have great potential but it's important i think to really delve deeply into this teaching to give us and i can tell you from for myself and i hope from many of us thinking about this in a deeper way awakens within our soul the ability to truly even at least more powerfully reveal that potential so when most of us think about the fact that our soul has great potential. We know we're quotes, we are a spark of the divine, a spark of the light of the creator. But when I read this section, it's in section in Bereshit, it gave me a completely different perspective. I think, and I think a very important perspective about each one of our souls. that's simply a piece of the light of the creator. We're, much, we're something much more specific than that. And it's important to understand this. So he says the following. It says in Psalms and Tehillim, Literally, it means that the, the, the light is 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 um, planted for the for the righteous. The meaning is for every soul born, the Creator takes an essence of Himself, an essence of Himself, and oto baolam. And from that essence of the light of the Creator, the Creator takes a part of Himself and puts it in the world, and that's born as a baby, as each, every single child that's born. But what he adds here is that the Creator, the light, has many different aspects to it. So, Avraham aya nitzmach meor boker or lavan. So there's an aspect of the light of the Creator, for instance, that relates to the light that shines in the morning, that relates to what we call chesed, the right column. The Creator took the essence of his chesed and created Abraham. So Abraham was, and this is it's a very important differentiator. I think most of us, when we think about Abraham, for instance, and most of us have heard in the Zohar, in the Ari in the Kabbalist, that Abraham represents, he's the chariot, he's the conduit for chesed, which means that there's the light of the Creator of chesed, and Abraham is the channel by which that light comes into the world. No, that's not what it is. What he's saying is that literally, if, if you could take, if you envision, and we know this, but it just gives us an understanding, but of course the Creator does not have a body. But if Chesed is represented by the right arm of the light of the Creator, the Creator took off his arm and put it in the world, took off his Chesed and put it in the world, and Abraham is actually the Chesed that is God. Abraham isn't the channel for Chesed, which is the light of the Creator. It's not that there's a light of the Creator that's Chesed, and Abraham became a conduit so that he can become, be, can become revealed in the world. What actually happens when we're born, and this is the secret of Helech Elokei Mal, is that Abraham is actually God, right? He is not a conduit for Chesed of God, for right column of God. He is actually the essence of Chesed of God. He is the right column of the Creator. All the righteous, and this refers to us, the the righteous part of us. We are the essence of the light of the Creator, which means, and this is a beautiful thing. If you take all the spiritual people who, who ever revealed light, that puzzle, that is the light of the Creator. Right. So, if you have Abraham, who's, who, rep, who doesn't represent the right column of the Chesed, of the right to the light of the Creator, or sharing of the light of the Creator, Isaac doesn't represent the left column of the light of the Creator. They are the Creator. There is no other right column of the Creator. They are the essence of the light of the Creator. So, each one of the righteous and each one of us is. And if you, so, which means, and to be, I think it's important to, to understand it in this way. If you look at the history of humanity. And you see the light being revealed, light being revealed by one righteous person after the other, after the other, after the other. That is the light of the Creator. That is the Creator. They're not taking light from above, revealing it here. They are act, <clears throat> that, that, that puzzle is actually the light of the Creator. So when we say, for instance, like, and I thought of this example. So Rabbi Shimon bayo for example. It's not that Rabbi Shimon Bar-Yochai was a very elevated soul with an aspect of the light of the Creator and through him the light of the Creator revealed the light of the Zohar the light of immortality. Rabbi Shimon Bar-Yochai is actually the essence of, the, of immortality that is the light of the Creator. They are one and the same. And therefore, he revealed the light of the Zohar of what he is. He is not a conduit for the light of immortality of the Creator. He is the light of immortality of the Creator. He is the Creator. And therefore, when we understand that about ourselves, and we'll read a little bit more, but it's very, I hope I'm making the distinction clear, but that is a very important understanding. Each one one of us, each one of the righteous. So when we say, for instance, Abraham, we know, we say he was right, he was chesed. And therefore, all his entire life was based on sharing and inviting people into his home. It's not, again, that through those actions he was revealing the right column, the chesed, the the sharing of the light of the Creator in the world, that he embodies, he is the chesed of the light of the Creator. And the same thing for us. It's not that we are a part of the light of the Creator and we are meant to reveal it. The Creator sacrificed into each one of us an aspect of the light. We, whatever unique Work that I need to do in the world. Why do we now we understand on a deeper level? Why is it that nobody else can do that? Because God is all out of that, right? It's like saying if there's if there's only one person in the world who has who has the 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 um, the knowledge of how to bake a cake, for instance, use a silly example, and that person Chasb Shalom dies. Nobody else can make a cake because that secret is lost. When the Creator is sent down into the world. That secret, it's not like, oh, it exists in the upper world, and I'll say, oh, the Creator says, okay, I'll put it here so somebody could manifest what exists there. The Creator is literally taking it from the upper world, and this is the only form within which it exists. And if that is stolen, which means if that does not come to fruition, if that does not manifest, then it doesn't exist. The Creator can't just say, oh, I'll take that same potential and put it in somebody else. It no longer exists within the light of the Creator because the light of the Creator sent that down into this person, into this world with that essence. The essence of the light of the Creator. So, again, I hope I'm explaining it well, but it's, it's a completely new understanding of the concept of, of the light of the Creator. Most of us, again, I think, would think that you know, the Creator is endless and he had, the light of the Creator has all the elements. And, okay, I'll try to see if this person can reveal the Zohar. And let me see if this person can help that person there or this person can help a hundred people there. If not, okay, I'll take that same essence, you know, same stuff, and I'll put it in somebody else and they'll try to do it. No! Had Rabbi Shimon by Yochai, that soul, not revealed the Zohar, there's nobody else in the world who can, the Creator can't even. Because that is the, the, Rabbi Shimon by Yochai was the aspect of the light of the Creator, the totality of it, that could reveal the light of the Zohar. And so too with Abraham, there was nobody else who could reveal that element of chesed in the world, that element of sharing in the world, because the Creator doesn't have it anymore. It's now Abraham. Abraham is the Creator that has that element of chesed. Again, and so too with us whatever that potential is which most of us have no understanding of it as we noah didn't have an understanding of it and therefore he stole it from the world this is why it's called stealing from the world because even the creator can't give it to the world anymore he gave it to you you're it and you if you don't reveal that then the creator can't even do it you have to come back again as noah came back again and moses but it's it's a very powerful it's it's both scary but it's also powerful the creator can't do it anymore. Whatever the creator gave you to do, gave you the essence of him, of the light, you own that. That is you. Nobody else can have it. The creator doesn't have it anymore. You either reveal it now or come back or steal it from the world this time and come back again and again and again until you finally reveal that. But nobody else can because nobody else, not even the light of the creator has that aspect anymore. It's very important to understand it. Which brings us back, and again I want to read these words because that's what we want to do on the Shabbat, to really become, with this understanding, to become awakened. Because when you think about it in this way, you can't allow yourself not to push, not to do, because the uniqueness of of what the Creator has given you and what you're stealing from the world if you don't do that becomes clear. What's the problem? As it says in this week's portion, Rashi brings the quote, Noach, emunah haya. Noach didn't believe, didn't believe or didn't have a certainty. So the Kedushat Levi, Rabbi or asked the question, How can it be, Noah such an elevated soul, that he didn't have certainty? is haya it says he was the most ele- such an elevated soul, such a pure soul, he didn't have certainty. So he says, There's two types, there's two groups of people who are, as we use the word sadik, but it refers to every single one of us, there's two types of people, two groups of people who are doing the spiritual work a person who is completely dedicated to the spiritual work and to their connection to the light of the Creator. This group of righteous, this group of people who are connected to the light of the Creator know that they have the power to control the upper worlds and the lower worlds. gozer mevatel, they know that they have the power. They they come to understand, unlike Noach, come to understand this aspect that we spoke about—the secret that the Creator has given me something to do. That's essence that He no longer has that only I can do, and therefore, through that power of that revealed soul, I can remove any type of negativity. That's one group. One other. The other group of, of people who are doing the spiritual work, who are connected to the Creator, have no understanding of who they are. and They think in their heart, Who am I that I can remove negativity? Somebody is sick, that I can help them. Somebody is in pain, I can help them. Somebody needs light, I can help them. They don't think in that way. And this And therefore they limit what they can do. They limit what they can do. Noach, even though he was a very elevated soul, he had no concept of his greatness. He did not have certainty in himself that he was righteous. This is what we need to awaken on the Shabbat. Noah's failure did not come from, the, from, the low, from his soul not having the power. His soul, as we understand from the Ari, was the soul of Moses, was the soul that brought immortality to the world and could have brought it then. But these words, and every single one of us is failing in this to some degree. Lo moshel. Every single one of us has to, and this is what the gift of the Shabbat, from the failure of Noah, from the pain of Noah, We need to draw to understand our own stealing, our own failure. And the root of the failure of not coming to understand what we spoke about, of what our soul is, the essence of the light of the Creator, is that we do not have certainty in ourselves that we are a tzaddik, Tzaddik, which means that we are completely connected to light of the Creator. That we can control and we can remove decrees and negativity. Noah's failure. Why did he steal from the world? Because he had a small belief in himself. Noah had small certainty in himself, limited certainty in himself, that he had the power to remove negativity. He did not appreciate who he was. And that's why he stole from the world, and that's why he had to come back as Moses and spend the rest of his life correcting that. As I was thinking about this Shabbat again, and getting this teaching, there's one section in the Midrash that I think clearly illustrates and something if we can think about, if we can remind ourselves that we are making this choice every day, there's not the to be awakened to really accomplish what we came to this world to accomplish. Rabbi Nechemia, speaking about Noah, said, It can be compared to a servant of the king who was sinking in deep mud. And the king comes by and he sees him. He sees his, his servant falling more deeply into this mud. Let me help you so you don't fall into the into the mud, walk with me. This is the secret of the verse, God walked with Noah, which means that God saw poor Noah. He's falling into the mud. It's not so much Noah, right? Noah saw himself as this poor guy who was in such a mess, in so much dirt. It says, let me, let me help you out. right? That's one option. And what is Abraham compared to? Here the roles are reversed with Abraham. Abraham, it says, is like a person who sees the king, the servant who sees the king walking in darkness. Right? So in this case, Abraham is the one with the light. The light is the one with the darkness. right? So the servant feels bad for the king He says, Let me shine you. He takes out his candle, He takes out his candle. Let me give you some light. And the king sees that his servant is guiding him, is giving him light. And the king says, You know what? I need your help so much. It's not enough for me that you're going to shine my path by having a candle out your window. Come, lead me and, and, and light up my entire way. So it's so important to understand this so there's two the the midrash Rabin, Rabin is giving us two examples of places where we can be right noah was where because none of this has to do with the light right it's all about how we interact with the light and our perception so noah was in a place where if you asked him he was like oh my god this is this is terrible what's going on where i'm at i'm in this dirt what am i going to do i can't even see myself saving myself right and then and then the light comes to him and says okay this is the way most people think right I need so much help from the light to the Creator. I'm in such a low place, I'm in such a dark place, I'm so filled with d- filth, right? Noach, in the dirt, the Creator says, okay, le- and they, we go to the light and we say, please help me, you know, I really need the light to help me because I'm in such a low place, I'm in such a dark place. But there's the other option. And this is what Rabbi Nechemi is telling, what the Midrash is telling us. The other option is to understand, no, I am giving light to the crea- to light. Because, again, as we understand before, because that light that I have, the light no longer has. So I need to put my piece into that puzzle to bring my light. And this is the secret of the parable when the king is walking in darkness. What does it mean? Because, as we said before, when Abraham came into this world, the light of the creator no longer had a right hand, no longer had an essence of chesed. It needed Abraham to shine the essence of chesed so the light could be complete. So, when the par- in the parable, when Abraham, the Creator, is walking, in- the light is walking in darkness, what does it mean? The light says, I no longer have chesed. I no longer have that right column. And Abraham says, oh, let me give you some light. Let me give you a little bit of light. Let me reveal that my essence so that the light can be complete in the world. The Creator says, you don't understand. You're not giving me a little bit of light. You, only you, have to shine up my path. Have to light up my path because only you now have that light that can shine the world. And this, again, is the choice that we make. And this is how we have to start perceiving ourselves, understanding ourselves. We, most of us and most of the world is, making, is in the first category. I need, you know, I'm in, I'm in darkness, I need light, I make my connection, I do my studies, I do my work. I'm, the the Creator is always elevating me out of the teeth, of, of, the, of, the, of, the, of the filth, of the dirt, but that's my spiritual work. And I, I'm always looking, you know, I need, I'm falling, but I'm, the light is helping me. But the real way to live so that we don't continue stealing from the world is understanding that the Creator is coming to us and say, "You have this light that I don't have anymore. Don't just shine a little bit out the window. Ha'ir <laughs> lefanai, bring, understand that what, the light that you need to reveal is going to shine in front of me. Is going to make the light complete, and this is necessary for the world. Stop stealing from the world. Stop stealing from the world. And this is what the Shabbat is about. Again." this understanding, and uh, when, as we began I said if you really, and it's important to take the time to really awaken this certainty in ourselves. I love these words that the beloved Zechariah uses the Kedushat Levi shelo hayalo emunah tzadik to awaken within us this certainty that the Creator has given me that part of me that He no longer has Because I have that essence of the light of the Creator now. And I have that element of control. And how do you know if you're really understanding this lesson? (coughs) How do you know if you're really living this lesson? There's going to come a time today or tomorrow when you're making a choice. Should I push myself to share with this person? Should I push myself to do that? And in the background you're thinking many things. Somebody else can do it. Or, you know, I don't feel like doing it now. Because you keep going back to the fact the Creator is saying, you're stealing from the world. You're stealing from the world. If this is the situation you found yourself in, just as the situation Noah found himself in, anything less than that, you're stealing from the world. You're stealing from the world. And remind yourself, the Creator took a part of him and and gave it to me. Not gave me a part of it, an essence of it, a potential of it. Gave it to me. The Light of the Creator is now saying to me, Shine! Make me shine! Make my path shine! Make the world shine in ways that I can no longer do. Don't keep living as the, uh, the servant of the king who's always in the darkness and always trying to come out of darkness and asking the, the king for assistance. No, you shine the path. Don't just shine a little bit for me. Come and make the whole world shine from this powerful spark of light that you have that I don't even have anymore. It's very important to understand and the, 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 the purpose of understanding this is to really both stop stealing from the world of our potential and, and the second hand of course to with that awaken a much greater appreciation which Noach didn't have but from that we can draw on this about to have yes I am a tzaddik I am uh, that spark of me is this great connected soul that has the ability to control and to do.